Welcome to episode number 164 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast, you guessed it, about video games. My name is Cole Ross, and I am joined via Skype tonight by the whole crew. Name yourselves, fellas. Dennis Furia. David Meismith. Ben Merkel. Thank you so much, guys. I know we've been off for about a week or so, uh, but we are back and ready to ready to kick some ass i know that i have uh two games one very new one very old to talk about um and you guys probably have a game that i've been missing out on because of my busy schedule uh to talk about so uh and then a bunch of surprises in between uh dennis you have a game that you want us all to play so uh can, can you, I, give, I can you give us some some insight into that like what is that? i uh, the insight is I enjoy the feeling of power of, of watching you dance and squirm uh, while trying to please me. So, and I, but uh, for, uh, for the game, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, we will be continue on the variant of, of famous quotes, famous taglines. We will now be doing famous starting areas. Ooh, wow! So, start, so. gentlemen, start your Google now. And, uh, <laughs> Great. <laughs> green, green Hill Is that Zone. An innuendo? Yeah. So start Googling <laughs> that shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I Googled my Wii this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So uh let us not uh let us not dally, let us not dilly, let us jump right into the what have you been playing section. And uh let's see here, does anybody have any uh have anything they'd like to volunteer before I start talking about FTL? Does anyone have anything that's not Borderlands too? <laughs> um I've been playing a little bit more um, Guild Wars 2. Okay. Yeah, Ooh, I'm keeping right. with the 2 theme. <laughs> um, I, I, I Honestly, though, I don't know how much I can add. I mean, it's um, you know, just, a, just a fairly uh, uh, you know, pretty good um, MMO does a pretty good job of doing the action uh, stuff. Uh, the one thing I don't like is I'm pl- I end up um, uh, playing the ranger as my main, and his auto attack um, is like three different strikes, and the third one he lunges forward, uh, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. It looks really badass. The only problem is that um, the game really emphasizes dodging, so there's a lot of instances where like uh, an enemy is like winding up for an attack. And I'll like dodge backwards, and then my auto attack will make me dodge forward into his attack. See, oh. see, see, that's real interesting because like most MMOs, they only keep track of your entity in space as like a broad kind of generalization. So, like, are you vaguely in range of this AOE? If yes, then damage. If no, then try again, kind yeah. of thing. So the fact that you know the vagaries of your attack animation would determine your success in combat. Is uh, is actually really soups interesting. Well, I know even um, if you're like fairly far away from someone, say like on top of a hill, shooting at them, and they're moving laterally, um, you can actually they can dodge your arrows because you know, you you don't uh, leave them, right. so the oh, arrows really? will actually land behind them. Similarly, if um, if your um, arrow you know if there's like a wall in between you you might have to get to higher ground to like shoot over it oh wow can can, can you control the arc of your arrows or see um as far as i can tell um you cannot manually if i remember correctly in the previous game different types of bows um had different like characteristics of that so like some were flatter some had a real high arc stuff like that I don't know if it's the same way in this. 
Right. See, that sounds super frustrating because like, you know, that's, that, that's such a, such a scenario, such an adaptability kind of thing where it requires you to be able to respond to what's happening. So switching weapons in order to hit enemies in different, you know, areas sounds kind of, uh, sounds kind of bullshit. Yeah. I, I think practically, um, practically from what I've seen it, it's more of a, I, I don't think you would ever want to carry like different bows for that purpose. Um, it's more tends to be a thing where it's just broad strategy. I'm going to get the high ground so that I can you know take these people out, mm-hmm. or like I'm going to get behind, you know try to dodge behind this um, wall to you know get cover. So I would say it's more more of a strategy thing as opposed to a tactics thing, maybe. Right. All all it makes me think of is either is either algebra or trigonometry or, ge- or geometry, whichever one. Which is where I figured out that because of because of arcs and because of gravity and things like that, you could fire two arrows um, in relative quickly succession and then have them land at the same place at the same time, just oh, by a different yeah. angle. Um, yeah. Uh, they do oh, that badass. with artillery. I forget what that's called. Um, but yeah, yeah, that <laughs> that was real big back when artillery was a thing. Right. AK before drones, <laughs> you know, before we did drones, yeah. Um, what's, have, um, go ahead. What's, what's the advantage of like shooting it from two different angles at once? Uh, more, more firepower. Uh, you know, shock and all, landing all at the same time. You know, so fight, fighting in the shade and whatnot. Cover. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you done too much of the uh, too much of the uh, crafting anymore? Um, I've done some of it. Um, the the economy seems uh, fairly. Uh, I think the techno term is jacked up. <laughs> uh, to give you an idea. I I just started a new character because I wanted to try the um, uh, generic Viking race, and um, I also wanted to try the engineer. So at level two, um, in the auction house, I can buy uh, a. Fairly like a you know slightly higher quality uh, weapon with a magical property mm-hmm. for uh, fifteen gold uh, copper pieces, or I can go to your average uh, vendor and buy a completely generic weapon for sixty four copper pieces. That's what happens when you have more players than vendors, though, right? Well, and also. Um, See, I'm not sure what the issue is. I think part of it probably was that um, for a long time, uh, the the big thing they had, their big launch problem was the auction house. Right. So you had a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of resources and stuff and, you know, just stockpiling. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I think maybe just because everyone wants to do crafting, you know, you're going to make things just because you get experience well, for it, and is it stuff? I mean, is is it is it like WoW where you do it? You know, in addition, like like where you do it while basically you're waiting in line, or is it like uh, Star Wars Galaxies where you do it to the exclusion of anything else? It's uh, more more like uh, WoW. Um, basically, anyone can mine any uh, resource node. Okay, um, and then. Um, also, um, big emphasis on uh, breaking things um, down, uh, existing equipment for um, scrap. Okay. And then the actual crafting, 
is, you know, the generic MMO, um, you know, hit the button, a bar fills up, and you've crafted something. Right. Uh, the the only I guess the only weird thing is um, the way you gain you gain some new recipes just by increasing your crafting skill. Um, but the main way you get new recipes is by like experimenting and like putting in different like materials in this box and seeing like does this make something? Mm-hmm. By which I mean you go to a wiki and see what materials you use to make stuff. Right, it's the Minecraft approach. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of fun. Like I said, the the weird thing is, at any point, the right answer is always buy stuff on the auction house. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, right. the right answer is pretty much always sell stuff on the auction house. <laughs> uh, the the one thing I do find interesting is um, having. Conf- figured out completely how it works but they uh in the auction house you're not you're not buying directly from people instead um when you list it you can choose you know list at the lowest price and so when you do a search you see you know like 64 instances of this item at this price okay and so apparently i don't know if it sells you the first person to post one or the um the la- um you know some random one of them but it's you know more of kind of like a commodity type setup mm-hmm. and then uh similarly the thing i really like is when you go to you can also um post what you want to buy and then uh when you go to sell something in the auction house you can choose either list out price or just uh, say sell for whatever the highest um, asking price is. So, so it actually is like the, the commodities market. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Huh. And I really like that because I'm lazy and I just want my cash. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Where's my money? GGTM. Got to get that money. <laughs> is that the new YOLO? God, I am, so, I am so sick and tired of YOLO. Oh, God. Hey, TTFN, GGTM. Well, what the fuck is TTFN? TTFN? You just like, re- like Tata for now? Yeah. Okay. Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Come on. You, you <laughs> Come on. You've watched Winnie the Pooh. TTFN, WTTP? What? WTF? WTP. There we go. Okay. Sorry. Will when, to persevere. Winnie that the poo. Uh, yeah, oh, will, to, will to persevere. That's kind of like vague, vaguely Nazi-ish. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, Dennis Furia, vaguely Nazi-ish. <laughs> vaguely, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I'm, the, I'm the blonde one here, okay? So... <laughs> yeah, you got oh. the... You have to look for it. Yeah. No, so, so do you have anything else to say, David, before I read this forum post? Um, that's most of it. Uh, NPC dialogues, uh, very funny. So that's did did, about did, it. did they write it to be funny or is it is it uh, tragically funny? <laughs> <laughs> Your hesitation belies much, young man. Not, not, not. <laughs> no, I I would just say a lot of it's just there's just some weird stuff. Like um, 
walking by and hearing like people sing random jingles and stuff. Okay. Like, uh, like what? One of the lines that's apparently maybe becoming kind of meme-worthy. You walk to this chicken farm, and there's just this woman belting out, "Quote: Chickens peck and chickens munch, chickens cluck and chickens crunch, chickens <laughs> flap and chickens croon, chicken on the table soon." And like she's singing right, this then. as you're wandering around. It's just very weird, like walking past and just hearing this. So. What uh? What jingle is that? I just I I'm using jingle in the generic <laughs> rhyming couplets. Melodic. That's the new uh. That's the new KFC one. Oh, chickens clucking, cr- chickens crooning, and chicken on the table soon. Yeah, it's gonna be stuck in my head all day. Yeah. It's catching. Oh, no idea. <laughs> so whenever you walk by this NPC, like a motion sensing Christmas de- Christmas decoration, he uh, he says this, or yeah, it, it's it's almost to a um, uh, level of you know, get in here. Uh, don't just stand here, there. Uh, get in here, or whatever from Stalker. Right, or the arrow in the knee, people. God, it's yes. been a year. It's been a year, and people are still saying it. Fucking humanity. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I take it you're not too fond of the phrase. No, no, it's not. I went, I went on a phrase. I went, I went on a tear, actually, when people were like posting that on Twitter. It was like, do you realize how dumb this makes you sound? <laughs> it was like, I, I, think, that, I think that ultimately the, 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 five, the five tweet um, series led to me saying, you are the reason why humanity can't achieve better things. <laughs> <laughs> because it went from oh no I, I used to be an adventurer to I had an arrow mining ha 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 to <laughs> to like you are holding the species back <laughs> you really take this uh... seriously seriously yeah, what you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> oh man can I read this forum post to you guys sure sure this was posted on the Facebook of, uh, of 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 Gary Butterfield. I got I got a note of it. Um, it was drawn to my attention, so that's why it, it seems it seems to be a pressing matter. Um, mm. he, he he labeled this as the most depressing thing you will read all year, which I which I feel the need to share on this show. Aww. So I'm not sure which forum this is from, but it's a forum post by a user named Mongo, um, who has a uh, an avatar that is uh, an anime lady, an anim- an anime lady. Um, who is standing Amalady? in front of a yeah an animal lady? Uh, she 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 is uh, standing in front of a blackboard. She's holding a pointer. She is uh, she she's got like a teacher's outfit on. Need, needless to say, she's in a position of authority, which uh, some people find sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, the subject is: I found a way to be happy. My awesome experience. I paid a girl three hundred and fifty dollars to cuddle for four hours. The girl was pretty cute too. She was not Asian, but was still my type. <sighs> The terms were both agreed on, and were uh, and we would cuddle in bed for for a full four hours, and she would tell me "I love you" at random intervals, and would make eye contact. However, when push came to shove, she refused to look at me, and I had pretty I had to pretty much beg her to say "I love you," and she could only and she only said it once, and sounded force as hell. 
Um, but I guess it's a mixed blessing because her voice was fucking annoying as shit. She sounded like her, uh, Sarah Palin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the cuddling was amazing, though, once I got over the fact that she refused to make eye contact or look at me. I had to really use my imagination a lot because... Uh, <laughs> sorry. Imagination a lot. Uh, for a good time. <laughs> but for a good time, it felt amazing. Um, I only got to touch her arms, but her skin was so fucking soft. It was fucking amazing. So much better than hugging my pillow because the skin was so soft. And you know you are hugging, you are hugging a real-life female. My mind was blown for a while. Okay, when you're calling a woman a female, like you, like you might need to check your Hannibal Lecter status. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I think I won't be able to stop wincing for like at least three days. At the is end, is at the end. At the end, I tried to kiss her once, but she really dodged the hell out of it. Oh like God. I went to try to kiss her, and she pushed me away and jerked her head back and had a disgusted look on her face. To be fair, I, I, to be fair, we never agreed on kissing. We agreed there would be nothing sexual. That's in quotes. But we never agreed on kissing, so that's kind of my fault. <laughs> I kind of begged her oh, a little. It's your fault. Everything. <laughs> I, I need everything. to repeat that. I kind of begged her a little to let me kiss her, but she uh, declined. <laughs> I guess there's a little bootlicker in all of us. LOL. LOL. <laughs> bootlicker is probably one of the last adjectives that came to mind while this, this story. Overall, while she did not hold on, (laughs) yes, it does. Overall, while she did not hold her end of the bargain as far as the eye contact part goes, it was a pretty good experience, and I want to do it again. You guys think I should use the same girl again, or think I should find a girl who will be willing to actually look at me sometimes? Forum with this. I mean, what what is the context where this is? And maybe make eye contact. Offer the same price: three hundred and fifty dollars or less for four hours of cuddling. I fear I might get addicted to this. Let's say when you say that, it just means that you want to get addicted to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, so, so video games. So uh, video games. I'm sorry. I, had, I felt the need to do. Where did you find this stuff? I don't know. I found it on Facebook. But oh, that's ridiculous. Okay. Do you, do you guys want to hear about FTL? I don't know what I want anymore in life. I think you want to be cuddled by somebody who will make eye contact with you. I want to go back about five minutes and just start yelling and berating you. Ah, uh, me? Me cool. personally? Random fact. Do you know how Genghis Khan died? Um, sepsis? Cuddled to death? I imagine his heart stopped at, at one point. <laughs> Apparently, according to the histories, Genghis Khan died of an arrow to the knee. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just I just spilled my scotch and soda. Uh, okay, now the pants are coming off because they are soaked. All right. <laughs> Any excuse for you, Cole? This isn't a vidcast. Oh, I really did. Let me let me get some index cards to soak this up. Actually, before it gets to my phone. Oh. Did did he really? 
Yes. Okay. Um, I, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's according to history, you know, according yeah, to, yeah. like, you know, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm assuming um, this was because of the whole "Hey, we don't know that antibiotics are a thing." Well, yeah, like I said, sepsis or his heart stopped. That's like yeah. why the majority of like all of history's figures <laughs> stopped living. Yeah, if you think about it, there's actually not that many ways you can die. Well, no, eventually, like, like, like all death is heart stoppage. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so do you guys want to hear about FTL? Yes, please. Okay, um, I'm going to say this, and then you're going to immediately want to buy it, because it is fucking amazing, is what it is. Okay. All right, so FTL, um, in the parlance of science fiction, stands for faster than light. All right? Let us agree on this. However, um, the project... Sorry, I, 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 I belled prematurely. Um, the bell has become sentient. <laughs> oh, no, it's coming after me. No, um, but uh, no, no. In, in, in uh, the modern term, it stands for an amazing PC game slash Mac game. Uh, thank you. That started life as a Kickstarter contest. Uh, not contest, but a project. Um, and it is a basically a simulator that lets you helm a starship. Okay. Yeah, like Star Trek style? Yeah, like you are a person who commands all of your crew. Please um, tell me it has voice commands. Please tell me it has voice commands. Please tell me it has voice commands. Wait for the modding community. I think that they're I think that they're fast. I think that they're fast at work, but uh you know, I was never the person. Like you remember when you do you remember when Luke Skywalker went up into the the Millennium Falcon's uh uh cannons and shot yes. at the tie fighters? Yes. I never wanted to do that. I wanted to say like all power to the guns so we can take these people out. <laughs> wanted to be more the driving force behind it. Yeah, execution. yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's and, and and it's as broad as that or it's as like or it's as uh minute as like hey, go to the engine room and repair this while it's on fire. Or, like, open up this door so we can jettison all the oxygen so the fire will go out. Or, like, you know, fire at this uh, enemy ship's, uh, you know, gun room because there's somebody in there, etc. Or, like, we need to reconfigure so that we have more missiles instead of lasers because this enemy is heavily shielded. Yeah, you know, I, I've i noticed that. Just watch any movie about, like you know, fighter pilots or space pilots or whatever it is, any like dogfight style combat scene. And it's always, it's, it's never the actual visuals that are cool. It's the chatter, the radio chatter. That's right. cool. So no, I think, I think that, that that's, that's what's applying here. Like a, a, a lot of the awesome stuff that happened in the Death Star trench run was like, you know, static shots on the pilot's faces as they were, as they were talking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, random the, fact, did you know that, um, sorry, um, that, Kentucky's uh, state law outlaws private ownership of Death Stars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Good on them. <laughs> well, I better I better not go to Kentucky then. <laughs> <Sir>. <laughs> to be fair, your personal vehicle is a Death Star, Dennis. So yeah, which it oh. sucks. I can't get it into the garage. If you want, if you want to go to Party Source, then you are you are woefully. Uh, you know, disadvantaged. <laughs> Party Source is a, is, is a local liquor emporium. I always uh, like to get drunk when I blow up planets. <laughs> <laughs> when I get drunk, I do blow up planets. So, no, no. But FTL, it's it's amazing because it has like this Oregon Trail um, kind of kind of aspect. So it's like a roguelike almost um, because okay. because like you you start out with a ship and you start out with a crew. 
and you can name everybody on the cruise. So know that each of you have uh, have been named and died multiple times. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not a dysentery, I hope. No, no, uh, I, I wouldn't let that happen. A, a, a fiery, <laughs> horrible death, or suck that under the vacuum. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but, knew it would this. Who, who got sucked out into the vacuum? David. Um, <laughs> had it coming. <laughs> he was repairing the guns, and uh, and it caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! It was, surprise! It was it was it was a matter of either letting the guns entirely die, um, or 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 warping, and uh, I needed to warp to get away from the enemies that were firing at me, uh, because you, because you like take over sectors, so <laughs> so I wanted to warp to a different sector so that I could get away from the people who were firing on me, and I needed to jettison the uh, the fire from the ship, which also meant jettisoning David. I'm so sorry, David. Uh, uh, it happens. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, a living. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but like the, the the entire conceit and like what makes it a roguelike experience is you have like a like a four by four grid of uh, sectors you can go to, and okay. uh, you're you're playing for like the Federation or whatever, which means you're like you're the Empire or the uh, the evil Empire from Firefly, what have you. <clears throat> And you're being chased after by these uh, by these rebels. Um, so that's your that that's your um, kind of motivation for keeping moving, as it were. Um, and uh, every every area that you go to can either be an asteroid field or a nebula, or there can be uh, like you could find another Federation ship who says like, "Hey, there are these people who are issuing a distress a distress call," but the distress the, but the distress call turns out to be somebody who's trying to trick you in order to take your stuff. Um, Is it ever not a- that? It is like yeah, like you you can like rescue them and they'll become you like your crew members, you know. Oh, so cool. so like you you can add more people and they're like alien races, so they're like slug people who can see where enemies are in their ship, so you can target areas more effectively to like kill people, not just disable them. Like you can uh, you can disable certain systems on a uh, on on an enemy ship and they'll surrender and basically give you uh, you know their 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 stuff so that they can, so that they can limp away, you know. So like you, you so think- this sounds basically like Eve with more gameplay, by which I mean gameplay. <laughs> Eve with a with a minimum amount of gameplay. No, it's it's uh it's it's perfect because uh, because it's uh it's it's real time, but you can pause it. So I play this at work. Or you know, like I went to Portland over this past weekend. I played it on the uh, on the airplane. Except when the person in front of me reclined. Anybody who reclines on an airplane should be sent to a gulag. All right, <laughs> like for real. Send them to the gulag. I don't care. Especially if you're landing or taking off. My God, <laughs> seven I, I actually... years in the dungeon, no trial. <laughs> Twelve years dungeon, seven years no trials. Unacceptable. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was watching a lot of Adventure Time over the weekend. A mystical, magical favor. Not until you realize what a trick I am. Wazoo! Oh gosh. Wow, we've lost him. Yeah. No, no, Adventure Time. Like, seriously, get on it. Like, get on it. There were so many freaking Adventure Time cosplayers at Dragon Con. For real? Yeah. I was disappointed because at uh, the Portland Tri- Portland Retro Games Expo, I'd, I only saw a couple of cosplayers. I was keeping track. Um, I was keeping track of... Um, oh, gosh. I need, I need to find the index cards. But there were, but there were four metrics. Uh, cosplayers, Foxtails, Metal Gear Solid ringtones. Um, <laughs> there was you another one. Tones. Bleed. 
brrr, or the brrr, brrr. Uh, yes, that. <laughs> there, there, there were there were like eight cosplayers, uh, two Metal Gear Solid ringtones, four Foxtails. Uh, gosh, I forget what the fourth metric was. It was the first one too. Oh man! But uh, <laughs> no, Girl? no, Adventure Time, get on it! But uh, was but, it hipsters? No, no, I was the hipster. I was I was the resident hipster. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, with with my thick rimmed glasses. Um, but. Uh, in my facial hair, but no FTL. It's 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 amazing. Like it's uh it's super low system requirements. So any system so any system can run it. I think it's like ten dollars on Steam. Hmm. Does yeah. it have a multiplayer by chance? No, no, it doesn't need it. <laughs> I, I, I I couldn't see. Like you know, co- combat is basically clicking on the system that you want to disable on the enemy. Um, and I've never gotten any, anywhere close to the final boss, but I hear the final boss kind of like by binding of Isaac is like, holy shit, how do I do this? You know? Oh, so is it, um, you get off and you start over? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you start over from scratch, but like, as you, as you go, you unlock improvements. So it's like a, oh, okay. it's, it's like a ratcheting effect effect almost. Right. Right. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, FT, FTL is it's 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 amazing. Honestly, um, I, I I I couldn't recommend it enough. Um, especially, <laughs> it's weird because we're going into this like crazy holiday season, um, which I'm going to go into with my next game. Um, but there's there, there's a there's a lot of stuff on the market. But FTL, I think, is one of the more compelling offerings. Um, the second one um, that I'm going to go to, unless you have any more any more comments aside from "Holy crap, Cole, I'm going to buy this." <laughs> no, I think I think that's about it. Okay, cool. Um, is uh, Final Fantasy or not? God, not Final Fantasy Six. It's my favorite no! six. It's it's my it's my favorite sixth century, sixth entry in a series. No, Resident Evil Six. Um, yeah, that uh, did not look good. Um, I haven't played it yet. I I, I bought it and uh, I was waiting impatiently on Tuesday for Amazon to to ship it, and I got it. And then I realized, oh no, I haven't beaten I haven't beaten Resident Evil Five. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, I ought to beat that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so you like... haven't gotten to see like the epic roid rage session? No, no, I haven't. I haven't, uh, you know, any of that. So, so who here has beaten Resident Evil Five? <laughs> I have. I couldn't tell you what the ending was, though. I think I've forgotten. Ben? Uh, yeah, you're in a volcano. A plane crashes in a volcano, and you kill someone. You kill Wesker. I know that. Um, after after you uppercut a border, that's what yeah. I that's what I hear. It's it's like one of the most. I mean, for- is is just a question? Is Wesker like Re- Resident Evil's Kenny? Like, does he just die in every game and they find ways to bring him back? No, like 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 he's the he's the main antagonist for pretty much the entire series, which makes me curious about sure. Resident Evil Six. I mean, I, like I'm one of those suckers who's really invested in the Resident Evil lore, like almost as much as the uh, uh, as much as the uh, Silent Hill lore. I have Final Fantasy on the mind. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no. So so I'm so I'm curious. Like I, I've I've known that Wesker. Because like where I left off on on Resident Evil Five, um, like I quit it after I got really depressed about two years ago, um, and I couldn't play any games. Um, so I picked was, a- was Resident Evil Five the <laughs> instigator of that? No, 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 it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, it's it's not enough to make me swear off of a medium. No, I got I got a particular piece of bad news while like while I was playing it, like in the African Village section, and I couldn't look at it anymore. <laughs> so I picked that's it back. Actually, one it uh, and that's one of the better sections of it. It is. Um. So so have you beaten it, David? 
Yeah, uh, me, me and Colby. Uh, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I was gonna say, wait a minute. Dennis. <laughs> no, yes. like, okay, so so where I was before, like immediately before we started recording this podcast, I just beat the first, uh, I guess, the second Uriburos, uh boss. Like Was this the, the truck? No, no, it's the one where you get the uh, the flamethrower. So you're in the lab. I'm like on five two, I think. So you're like knee deep in racism. <laughs> no, no, I've already passed the racism. Oh, so, okay. uh, yeah, I've I've gone from aggressive racism cat to to casual racism. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, I thought the part where you get the flamethrower. I thought that was like almost the end of the game no it's pretty close um from what i understand there are six chapters in the game with three parts each um and, I, and i'm on five three so so okay, like I, yeah, i've gotten yeah, out of the so. village and stuff like that and i have to say like for, for for not having played co-op for um almost any of it except for one instance uh again two years ago where i uh where i brought somebody in to help me out in a particular section um i have to say i'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it um which I know is contrary to uh, to, to, to you know to to, to, to the popular um, opinion, but uh, not on the not on the show. It, I think I I yeah. it. really well, for me I re- and I think you know uh, Des you know tell me if tell me if I'm remembering our experience correct. It was overall very good, um, but the one of the big downsides was halfway through it goes switches from. Like, we're going to do a lot of, you know, open areas and medium engagements and, you know, different things to just everything's going to be hallways. Yeah. And we yep. had we had built our characters basically around, um, you know, uh, Dennis really focused on um, Sniper and I really focused on, like, ultra close range. So I would take care of any aggressive enemies while he sniped uh, everything else. Okay. And then that just stopped working. Right. <clears throat> like the first, like the first four chapters of the game are the first like three chapters or so, um, before you get into like the ruins are basically yeah. black Hawk down. Um, <laughs> and I, I found, I found it useful as, uh, you know, playing one player as Chris to, to, to offload any rifles, you know, like rifle duty off the Sheva with her, with her aimbot and everything. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> because because she was able to maneuver the uh, the long range weapon in a in a very closed environment. Um, I can't imagine that being very fun um, if you've learned to play long range to go into those into those closed uh, hallway areas. But I have to say that as a you know as a longtime fan of the series, like when you get to five one and five two, where where you have gone through the ruins and you're and you get into the tricell and the umbrella research area, <clears throat> um, and you're like reading documents about like the different viruses and things like that. Like that speaks directly to me again, as a sucker for the lore. Um, when I did, um, I did appreciate the fact that, uh, you learn very quickly by which I mean, I never learned and just powered my way through, uh, that the tactics that work on the, um, uh, the Plagos enemies don't work very well on, uh, T virus enemies. Well, I, I don't think I've encountered anybody who's T virus. Oh yet. well. Well, no. I mean, sh- like, like 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 straight zombie enemies? No, like oh, every, no, I meant every, the every, uh, the the liquors. The oh, liquors! Yeah, no, 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 liquors. You can avoid them except except for except for certain except for certain encounters. You can avoid them just by walking. By which I mean, we killed 
everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, well, but, we had a very uh, thorough approach, and, and those were some of my favorite, uh, you know, my favorite ins- instances in the game. Uh, because you, you know, again, liquors, they're classic RE enemies. So I, I, I like that, but, uh, just so tense as they're like crawling on the walls, like swarms of flies, you know, and like, I know they're blind from RE2, but like the fact that you don't have to fight them, except when mandated makes it more tense. Cause like, oh my gosh, there are all of these liquors. Am I going to have to fight all of them? No, I just move super. Super slow. We could never manage to actually successfully get past them, so we'd normally, like, get halfway, alert them, shotgun the the first responder, and then run. Yeah. Yeah. Where where I'm stuck is with the Reapers, honestly, the mutated cockroach cockroach enemies. Yeah. Yeah, those those are fucking my shit up something fierce. Landmines. Landmines, really, at the proximity mines? Yeah. Okay. Forget about it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Forget about it, Chris. It's Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't even remember. I can't even remember these enemies, but having played it maybe like three years ago. Yeah. This is yeah. I was not impressed with the game. No. Yeah, I thought it was kind of unremarkable. It, only because it was in the shadow of Resident Evil Four. That's true. I mean, you're you're a huge Resident Evil Four fan, quite. Yeah, I yeah, I don't understand why Resident Evil Four. Greg, I didn't play it a lot, but it seemed really freaking creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't get why in um five and then everything I've read uh read about six, they were just kind of like, yeah, that's not cool anymore. Yeah, that's too bad. See, for me, there's like this big break, right? It's like uh, the, like the closest thing I can think of is uh, is the Dark Tower. Like between Dark Tower four and five, there is a gulf of about ten years or so from when they were written, um, and they're in entirely different like milieus, right? Where they're they're playing with different genres and things like that. There's different different works. And I can appreciate them on on separate levels, and and generally I vastly prefer the first half, right? So so like the you know the the remake, R E M A K E, capital R E, um, is is my favorite game in the series, um, you know the the remake of the first one on GameCube. That is that is I think the best game uh, and one that I can go back and play endlessly. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, looking at this kind of new paradigm that they're going towards, and yeah, you know, they have multi—you know—many reasons for doing so. You know, commercial and creative, et cetera, for making it more for making it more action-based. Uh, not the least of which is you know Shinji Mikami leaving Capcom. Um, I can look at them. I can look at them as separate things, and I can appreciate um, Resident Evil Five for trying to close the loop on the first you know three or four games. You know, one, two, three, and Code Veronica, like the entire uh, umbrella. Uh, loop, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. So, from, from from a pure lore, lore standpoint, I can appreciate it, even if I don't quite like the uh, the action based gameplay. And if I do die all the time because I'm not good at action based gameplay, uh, well, that's my own <laughs> damn fault. So better. So so for me, like having having motivation to play Resident Evil Six, which I understand uh, brings back you know uh, a lot of my favorite characters, you know, such as Leon. Um, 
that's enough motivation for me to like enjoy playing RE5. And it might have been the kick in the ass that I needed. But uh, beyond the professional, <laughs> it's so interesting. Like all games now, it seems like uh, sequel games um, have some sort of bonus reward if they detect save data from the old game. So uh, it's almost like there's that extra incentive to finish Resident Evil Five, not just from a story continuity perspective, but as usually you get some sort of like unlockable weapon or special skin or you know something like that. It's also yeah. hardware locking. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, For yeah. example, I can't. Um, I played Bioshock all the way through, but I can't get any of the rewards from playing Bioshock because I'm now playing Bioshock to uh, Bioshock on um, Borderlands. Begins with a B, and I shot a lot of mess up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I can't get any of the stuff because I'm now playing Borderlands on the PS3. And that takes advantage of the fact that, like, aside from if it's a multiplayer game, like how arbitrary it is, which you know, which system you buy a game on. Like, just today, I bought Dishonored on the Xbox. Like, I pre-ordered it on on Amazon because. Okay, I was going to say it's out already. No, no, it's coming out next week. I yeah, bought it on I'm the Xbox because because it, because it's not a it's not it's not a multiplayer game. So I'd rather play it on the Xbox because that's you know the controller that I'm used to. Just say it, okay. Yeah. No, no, you can, you can pre-order it. See, see, Amazon does this clever thing where they, where they lure you into this, uh, into this, uh, rapid cycle of, uh, buying things. Because you get ten dollars off when you buy a game of your next purchase. <laughs> yeah, so I bu- I bought Borderlands two at full price, and then I was like, oh, you have ten dollars for your next purchase. Like, oh, I might as well pre-order Resident Evil six. <laughs> awesome, right? Cool. So I, I buy Resident Evil 6, and I get a $10 credit towards whatever. So I was like, well, I, I don't know anything about this Dishonored game, but like I understand that everybody that I respect is really looking forward to it. So, ah, whatever. You know, I might as well buy it. That's cool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you like Thief. I love Thief. Thief is great. Um, I've, I've never played Thief, actually. No, it's on GOG. It's great. All buy right. It. It's great. Um... <laughs> and then, sure enough, since I know the pattern, it's like, well, if I buy Dishonored, I will get $10 off on Assassin's Creed 3, which basically completes my entire holiday buying spree. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is tricky. I like it. Yeah, no, Amazon, they, they, they know their shit. See, but at the same time, you've saved $30, so. This is true, you know, like on games I was going to buy anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, eventually. Although this does break my habit of buying Assassin's Creed games on the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I often see. do that because they because they always drop down to thirty five dollars uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and then I go buy them. So you're uh, you, you're I'm losing money now. Uh, Modern Warfare. Well, <laughs> you usually do that with Modern Warfare. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, to your losing money uh, comment, Dennis, um, I'm actually gaining $5. Thank you. (laughs) You're you're welcome. Uh, That's not even accounting for inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, math nerd. Over over those two months. (laughs) That and the uh, the Resident Evil. uh, uh, Not the Resident Evil. God damn it. What what is wrong with me? Uh, Final Fantasy? Well... <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm always one game behind. No, the Dark Souls DLC is coming out uh, mid October or late October, uh-huh. so that's going to hijack a large amount of my time. So that is my entire budget for the holidays. 
for things for yeah. myself and not for my friends. The guys, looks family. like we're not getting presents. No, what no, I said, I, and not, not, not for for myself, not for uh, my friends so. or my family. So, okay. you know, okay. all of that. So that's that. That's what I've been playing. So you guys have free reign to talk about Borderlands for you know whatever you want. I know that I promised I was going to play it, but I guess I didn't. So enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> well, it's it's one quick I, question. I Resident Evil. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, are the I've uh, played six is the only one I've really significantly played. Um, are Five? the umbrella agents? I mean, big players at all or? Um, the, 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 the big overarching, um, antagonist through all of this is Wesker and his mach- machinations. Even before six, uh, I mean, even before five, I, I have no idea about anything about six. I've kept myself in the dark. Probably. Uh, I meant, I meant, uh, yeah, five. yeah, no, no. It's, uh, like, uh, umbrella, umbrella and the, uh, the families behind it. Um, are the catalyst behind all of the events of the entire series. Okay. Um, and, we- and and Wesker as the person who kind of inst- instigates a lot of them post one. Um, so, so, Just because yeah. at, at Dragon Con, there were a freaking metric trap crap ton of people cosplaying as umbrella agents. Like, uh, like the gas mask, like hunk people. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just lots, uh, Lots of submachine guns and um, M16s and, uh, you know, various army surplus gear. Right, right. People who misguidedly uh, treated Operation Raccoon City as cannon. So. <laughs> See, I, I couldn't figure out if it was that or if it were, what, what the deal was. But. No, no. I mean, like, like um, Umbrella is the, is, the, uh, is the force that looms along with Wesker, um, you know, looms large over the, the series as a whole. So. Like an umbrella, yeah. No, it's a, it's actually like a, like a like a stupid pun because by the time they reach Resident Evil Five, like they, they they talk about how every you know because these pharmaceutical companies have fucked up so much, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, and it's this weird like Ayn Rand like capitalism like oh the consumers know who's going to fuck them over with their medicines so they're going to not buy stuff with them like well no that's not the way things actually work <laughs> it's you know this you know like people like. <laughs> capitalism doesn't work that way people will buy stuff that's bad for them whether or not etc but like umbrella was formed as a result of like the fact that consumers caught wise to individual companies so they would get individual companies to submit certain parts of the medications that they were putting out um Mm -hmm. and 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 then assimilate those into a uh, medications that were beneficial to society as a whole and b bioorganic weapons which is a redundancy uh, but they wanted to, you know, say bows or BOWs or whatever. Um, and so, speaking um, of which, have you <laughs> noticed how much Bar- their logo looks like the BMW logo? B- <laughs> I hate everybody who drives a BMW. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I want you guys to tell me about like Borderlands too, because like I've been so fucking busy over the past like month that I haven't been able to like jump in. So like, talk about it. You travel to strange places, meet you know, exotic people, and <laughs> to then strange, kill them. To strange lands. Are you talking about me, or are you talking about Borderlands? <laughs> Talk about Borderlands. Uh, Cole, Cole, did you kill anyone in Portland? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hipster. It's fine. 
<laughs> I'm a hipster, damn it. I'm the resident homicidal hipster. <laughs> homicidal hipster is the name of my hipster band. Uh, I don't, I, I honestly, I mean, we, I, I feel like we, we talked a lot about it last week when we had initially played, but I don't know what else there is to say. The, the one thought I had was just in terms of multiplayer. Uh, it, the game is so much better when you play with someone else, but I found that the, the best way to enjoy it is to kind of play through the things for the first time on your own and then play through it kind of a, a, the second time with friends. That way you don't spend your time worried about, you know, getting the story nuances and listening to every piece of dialogue because, you know, when um, I think it was me and Ben were playing, you know, we, we basically would, you know, take a bunch of quests and then I would go turn in one quest and he would go turn in another. So we're in different parts of the city and, you know, the parts of the dialogue are cutting each other off. So, if if you haven't played a section of the game before, that can be a little stressful if you're interested in the story. So the the best way to go about it, um, if you if you care about story, if you don't, then you know don't listen to anything I say. But best way to play through it, if you care about the story, is uh, is to kind of play play through a, a section on your own, and then go through and, and play with friends. See that to me speaks as a failing of Borderlands Two and of like any co-op story-based game. Uh, Resident Evil Five and presumably Resident Evil Six is a you know included, which is like I, I avoid playing with other people because I don't want to feel like I'm being dragged along. Yeah, which, which like yeah. if if you're playing with somebody, you're like 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 even if both of you are entirely fresh to the experience. You're not going to want to like read everything out of out of you know polite Midwestern courtesy to the person that you're playing with, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm I'm not sure it's yeah. a you know it's, it's a strictly Midwestern thing, but it's you know may, mainly a puritanical thing, which is I don't want to put you out by me standing here. I'll get this the next time. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so like uh, like. Uh, and speaking to our difficulties in playing this together, like I wish that there was a way that like. Mm. And this is an infra- this is an infrastructure problem, which is like when you go to play as you know as like a quest or whatever. Like okay, I want I need to kill, you know, fifteen of these things or whatever the you know the the, the usual quest for this is. Like mm-hmm. I can press a button that puts out a beacon for everybody, which is like, hey, I need help, blah 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 blah, blah. and then mm-hmm. I jump in, and then my my level is modified to be. To you know, roughly equivalent to yours, and there is a buff applied to me so that I can so th- so that I can you know hold my own against this enemy against whatever you are, and you get the re- you get the reward for the quest, right? Yeah. But I get experience for helping you participate. Yeah, no, right? I absolutely agree. That's I think the biggest missed opportunity is there's no way to modify your level to be more appropriate to the quest. I, I, I don't even care about necessarily getting experience proportionate to my effort because um, it's, it's fun to play the game just for right. you know, the, the guns right. and the, yeah. the, yeah. the co-op yeah. and everything. But it's, yeah, if, if you're level 15 and you're going back to the, the Arctic shelf opening area, uh, there's, just, there's just no challenge there. And if you're, if you're playing with someone who is in that area for the first time, you either really, really need to hang back and kind of you know, be very conscious of not just rampaging through, or you're just going to wipe everyone out, and the person's going to feel, as you said, cold dragged along. This, so I think. Oh, go ahead. This should be like a theorem, or it should be some kind of tautology that every multiplayer game 
um, should recognize, which is if EverQuest did it right six years ago, <laughs> you should probably do it right. Yeah, like is that Guild Wars too? Does do that, <laughs> which is like if there's somebody that you want to play with, there should be nothing in the way of you playing with them. Oh yeah, whether you play as your own character or whether you assume the role of somebody who's alongside them or what have you, like let me jump in there and play with them because the reward for playing your game, like fucking, should be the like playing of your game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so my first point of reference for a game that did it right was City of Heroes, where they had the sidekicking. Yes. Yeah, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Menting or something like that. Um, that function. That's the first game that I know of that did it right. Did you say EverQuest did it right? Yeah, they did. Like it took them a while, as everything does in EverQuest Land. But uh, with the, uh, I think it was like the Dragons of Norath or something like that. They let you, uh, they let lower level players assume the role of uh, monsters within that level to uh, side with you to take out the uh, the larger evil enemies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then you would get like experience for you know doing that. So my my one thought is you could kind of police yourself to do this. Um, the way I understand it, you know, there's there's nothing intrinsic about your stats um, other than possibly your health that changes as you level up. Everything is dependent on the level of gun you use and the type of shield you equip. So if you went to a, a new use station and um, kind of reset your skill points, when, when you do that, um, it doesn't force you to reattribute them all the, uh, right away. It just it lets you reset them and you haven't spent any. So theoretically, you could... Go ahead. Sorry, gone. I was going to say theoretically, you could reset your skill points and not even have your basic skill, um, you know, available until you spend the points. So you could reset your points and just spend however many you would have at the right level for the quest, and then only equip gear of a certain level. You know, so let's say you're doing a level eight quest, so you only spend three skill points, only use guns level eight or lower, uh, only use shields and grenades and everything like that, level eight or lower. I think I haven't tried it yet, but I think that would put you right back at the at the right level of challenge um, for a mission. Like what you're saying, what you're saying is like just buffs and debuffs. Like yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I I don't care if I see the same material over and over again, or if I'm seeing the same material, you know, with somebody who's seen it over and over again. All that I want is to play the game with somebody that I, that that I've like that, that that I like that I yeah. want to play the game. <laughs> yeah. you, you know without without inconvenience without inconveniencing them which is which is a huge part of that i have to say the one thing that would kill me on doing uh dennis's approach is the fact that if you haven't spent all your skill points your little skill icon blinks i hate oh. when games do that i don't know why <laughs> they do that that's why you need to that's why you need to turn off your mail on red badge like for real what no, no, like like anything that says like, oh, you have five unread mail messages. Oh, you better yeah. check your mail to stop you from working on the shit that matters. <laughs> Inbox right, zero, exactly. son. Inbox zero. Uh, sorry. <laughs> See, I, I have uh, mind, uh, my mail at work to, for some reason, I, I set it up to um, not, re- not mark anything as read unless I explicitly double-click to open it. So I have like... 400 unread emails <laughs> yeah that that would drive me fucking insane <laughs> with future no, uh, yeah I, I i really show me all the blueprints 
show me all the blueprints with a future. So, <laughs> Ken, so Ben, you've, you've been quiet else, on I think Lynch. me and oh, Death. Sorry. Oh, I was just asking Ben if he had thoughts, but go ahead with yours. I was just going to say, I think me and Des discussed this, but the, uh, the Captain Flint uh, mission, quite possibly one of the worst missions I've ever played in a video game. Go on. Just, just the fact that like my, my initial solo playthrough, it was something like um, oh, two hours it took me to do it. And this was like a, but if you stop playing, your checkpoints all reset. Yeah. And that's that's a general problem with the game. It's not as bad after the the Captain Flint one, but yeah, even even after doing all of the side quests before it, Captain Flint is really really hard. And then you have to play the entire thing in one go. Uh, even though, like you said, it's it can be like a two hour mission. Oh. What? So Cole, it's understandable that you haven't played further. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like I want to. I I, I sincerely want to. Like I, uh-huh. I, it's, it's just a matter of like make it easier for me to want to like like dive into your shit. Right. You yeah. know. Also, oh, one more thought. Uh, follow Randy Pitchford um, on Twitter. He's like the CEO of Gearbox. Yeah. He tweets codes for golden keys every like three hours. So I have like five. <laughs> It's pretty nice. What do golden keys do? There is a special you chest. You the chocolate factory. Yeah. <laughs> it's golden tickets. I don't believe your lies, David. It's a similar concept. There's a, there's a special chest in Sanctuary that can only be opened with golden keys. And actually, actually Ben, you explained to me the way the, the weapon levels work. You want to talk about it? Yeah, whatever, whatever level you are when you open up the chest, the gun is like twice the level of what you are. So if you get one, you want to wait until you're like level, well, however high you want to go. Right. <laughs> you want to maximize the weapon. Unless you get a bunch of golden keys, apparently, then I guess yeah. it doesn't matter as much. You have 60 golden but keys. Is it still equipable at the lower level? What? Is it yeah. still equipable at the lower level? Yeah, it just shows up as like a, a rare or ultra rare item. Oh, cool. No. So it's it's nice, and you you should have one for pre-ordering the game. There should be a, like, yes, a code yes, I do. Yeah, I do too. So, use no. judicious. I, I blew mine right off the bat, but then I <laughs> I followed Randy Pitchford, and that uh, that made everything really easy. Are they, <laughs> are they scarce codes? Like, if you redeem one, it, does that take it away from somebody else? Or at at first, he was tweeting out like there were a thousand codes available at a time, and they would be gone in like two minutes. So, right. but now they're just available for two hours, and you can you know as many people as as want to. He's can, a He's a he's a smart guy. Like, really? Like 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 Gearbox is to Valve as Obsidian is to Bioware, and Gearbox has done so much better, excepting mm-hmm. uh, Diablo three or no, not Diablo three. God damn it! What in the world is wrong with me? <laughs> this, tonight is just like Cole confuses games. <laughs> except so what demons. you're meaning is I actually have a chance once we get to Dennis's game. Exactly. No, ex- accepting Duke, nu- Duke Nukem uh, Forever or whatever. Accepting Duke, nu- Duke Nukem Forever? Like, uh, Which I can't. <laughs> um, but uh, accepting that, like Gearbox has been pretty, like, like since Opposing Force has been pretty much just hit, hit, hit. 
Yeah. You know, so he like like here's he he's a smart dude. And I'm and I'm heartened to know that he has a Twitter and that he is giving out things with reckless abandon. Oh yeah. It's actually kind of funny if you if you like click to his profile to read all his tweets. It's like the the ones that you see in the feed are like 1%. The other 99 are him tweeting like directly to someone saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, but I'm not tech support. You should contact 2kgamingsupport.com," you know. <laughs> he does nothing else. That's, that's like all he does. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he everyone just goes and bitches to him on Twitter about the game. Oh no, that's that's too bad. Um I hear there is a uh, Teenage Mutant uh Mutant Ninja Turtles quest. Uh, that you can do. There is also a Minecraft quest, or at least a, <laughs> my, a Minecraft craft Easter egg. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I, I've heard about the Easter egg. Um, I haven't heard of I that one. Don't know what it is. You can spoil that for us because it's all over the internet. Don't worry. This is a safe place, Dennis. I, I actually haven't gotten to it yet, so all no? I know is it is it is in there. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So for for us to discover, for us for us to find. Um, no, like I, I feel, I feel bad because like, you know, having come back from, you know, being abroad and I consider, you know, being more than 10 miles away from my home abroad, I go, <laughs> Let's I go, be honest, it's Portland. <laughs> any, anytime I leave my front door <laughs> and the, and the safety of, you know, all of my sterilization tools, uh, that, that, that is considered to be abroad. Um, <laughs> way the future um no no um i've been abroad and like i've i've really relished these opportunities that i've had late in the evening and uh quite honestly early in the morning to uh to play resident evil 5 like to play games that are you know that i can recline in my recliner and play in comfort you know so like i'm looking forward to you know once i beat dishonored and assassin's creed three (laughs) conditions Uh, upon conditions you've got like a backlog in front until you can get your backlog you uh no you work it out for your friend no 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 it's uh it's uh it's philo right first in last out oh okay yeah david yes maybe best i got you (laughs) okay see what you did there Yeah, product supply. What, what? (laughs) I felt so special with my year of computer science. Ben, uh, (laughs) have have you been playing anything besides Borderlands? Do you have anything you want to say about Borderlands? I haven't played anything besides Borderlands 2. I beat the game. It's a good game. You should you should play it through to the end. It's it's well written, and the arcs are, are nice. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I understand that it like goes it, it, it facilitates rapidly back and forth between um like super silly and super serious. Yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on how seriously you oscillates? take the story. I think the you were looking for oscillates. No, facilitates is a word, Dennis. Facilitates. Facilitates yeah, is it's like a word, just not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> But sorry, sorry, I, I overrode Ben there. My apologies. I <laughs> know oh, it's fine. If you, I mean, if you take the characters seriously, perhaps if you played the first one, um, then yeah, I could see it doing that. Um, for me, it's like the story's fine, but I, I, you know, I don't know. It's about the you, shooting, like as 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 a Call of Duty person, uh, and, that, and that's what I refer that's what I refer to you as. Does the, <laughs> the does the shooting feel competent? To you? <laughs> I'm gonna. I still have to take in that hurtful thing you just said. <laughs> no, that wasn't meant to be hurtful. But you, you, okay. As a person who plays 
or has played a lot of Call of Duty. Does, <laughs> Not that does, there's does, anything like, wrong with that. No, no. Like the shooting in Call of Duty is like super responsive, and like that's that that's the standard that that that, that the industry is held to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. So, yes, so, yes. so, like, like, I mean, just like as a person who plays Call of Duty, like, is it, is it satisfactory, or are you like, yeah, fuck it? Yeah, no, it's good. Um, it's the shooting is is more variant on the gun that you have. So, like, right. um, yeah. So, uh, so like the sniper rifles are fantastic. If you get a pistol that just fires slow, that can be annoying, but it's an issue with the gun, not with the mechanics of the game. The right. the controls are fine. So, see, am I the only one that just? hovers my cursor in the general area of an enemy presses the iron sights and starts firing because that's and relies on auto aim completely david that's that's how you play shooters it relies on auto aim (laughs) well well no david is a pc gamer so it's like pixel perfect precision is it's like something you have to wean off of yeah Yep. As a former TFC junkie, like pixel pixel perfect precision, that's like it's a hard it's a hard one to kick. Yeah. Hey, hey what let's go around and say what our um what our favorite weapon has been. Not not you know necessarily Cole. anything just Yeah. Wait, Cole's played a little bit. I don't I know, played I don't a know little if you, bit. Yeah. I don't no, know if you've no. had any weapons of note. No, I have. I have. I've I've got one that I think is neat, and if it's a harbinger of things things to come, it's all the more reason to actually play this game I promised to play. <laughs> sure. So I'll go last. Oh, okay. Foreshadowing. Um, I I guess I can go first since I since I brought it up. I have a I have an assault rifle with um with uh explosive rounds. Mm-hmm. Um that uh that is that is uh pretty cool. It's it's got super low um recoil so it's it's just easy to empty a clip into something with uh you know fairly good accuracy and then know that even if you miss a little bit you can still get splash damage on it <laughs> um i get first off i love any of the any of the revolvers have been a ton of fun so far uh particularly the the fast firing revolvers mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. but i would say Jacobs. Um, yes um I do think it's awesome the degree to which, like, you can know how a gun's going to be just from its manufacture and look. Yeah. But um, uh, I think my favorite, actually, probably likewise, is I've got a um, assault rifle that shoots explosive rounds and um, consumes four ammunition per shot. And just, um, as far as I can tell, just kind of shoots out, like, I think either four shots at once or some sort of crazy like mini rocket or something, but basically it's really good at making things explode. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like an automatic ro- uh, rocket launcher. More or less. <laughs> nice. <laughs> ben? Um, I think my favorite gun is the turret that I have on my commando class. Nice. <laughs> Stuck by me all this time. <laughs> the gun and- you don't have to fire. It's right. It does my killing for me. Um, <laughs> no, but I really like too the the writing for the commando character where he treats the turret as if it's his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> go after him, Charlene. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know that. Is that how he talks? I don't. I don't know. It's, that's enough. actually fairly good. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's pretty dead on. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. No, that, that that's weird because like commando it belies like this kind of like gung ho ness, 
which mm-hmm. is like next to stick-to-itiveness as my least favorite uh, adjective. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like I looked at it and it's like all of your all of your class abilities are about being an engineer in yeah. the uh, in the Team Fortress slash Team Fortress Classic sense. So yeah. it's like it's 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 weird, right? Like that as a commando, your abilities are passive. Yeah, they should have made his theme be like a computer science person because he's just. <laughs> Outsourcing <laughs> automating his killing. <laughs> um, yes, so, I do. Um, I, I offloaded the targeting put it to the cloud. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Cole, you do not have a high opinion of computer scientists, it sounds like. <laughs> I left that degree for a reason. Um, no, no women. And also no women in the uh, degree that I went to. So I was, I was uh, remarkably short-sighted. Uh, no. Out of so, the frying pan into the furnace, or out of <laughs> out of the frying pan and into the furnace. Into the furnace. You, yeah. you, you don't know how to fry things, Dennis. But we will we will accept. That. No, <laughs> and, and, I've never been in a kitchen before. <laughs> <laughs> what is this stove you speak of? No. Um, and at my early stage in the in the game, and I think that this might be a, a weapon that is like meant to demonstrate how uh, how fucking crazy things can get. Is uh, um, the submachine gun that you can throw as a grenade when you reload? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, the, uh, which manufacturer is that? Search um, with a T. No idea. Theodore. Yeah, that's Theodore. it. Theodore, like the like the Eggwood character. Uh, maybe I don't know if it's a reference or not. It is. It is a reference of one you should really, really know if you associate with me at all. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's it's the one like that. Just kind of like, oh, you're out of bullets. Here, have a grenade. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, it's uh, it's the that's the lowest cost um, manufacturer. So the idea is that it's cheaper just to give you a new gun as opposed to bothering to reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, like like mechanically that spoke to me. Like the first time I like fired to the end of a clip, and it was just like, Whoo! and then like the enemy blew up. And I was like, oh shit, I'm in love. <laughs> You know, it's like, I call her Vera, you know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> kudos to anybody who got that. Uh, Was that Firefly? Yes. Um, uh, uh, Jane, right? <laughs> yeah, Jane. Yeah. Jane. Uh, yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no. So, so, so that's that, like, that's my favorite weapon at the early stages that I, that I've reached. I don't think I've even reached sanctum yet. Is it Sanct- sanctum or sanctuary? Sanctuary. Oregon or Oregon? Well, I can't help you there. Okay. I have to say, was the claptrap as annoying in the previous game? And I just didn't notice. Well, let's ask the people who played it. Dennis. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I remember him being like the, the kind of happy-go-lucky, naive kind of character, um, but I don't remember him being particularly annoying. They've, they've kind of added the whole, like, slash clinically depressed but unable to show it see, uh, aspect. See, that's my favorite aspect. Like, I'm actually in incredible pain, but yeah. my programmers <laughs> didn't allow me to express it. Ha, ha, ha! <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know, oh no, like, somebody took my eye. <laughs> as as it goes forward, I don't know, it just crosses the line. Cro- some of his dialogue crosses the line for me between like 
I'm comically supposed to be an annoying character and it's funny to like I'm actually a really really annoying and needy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, he was like the 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 mimetic badass of 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 Borderlands One. Like I saw him lifted up to the uh, to the levels of like Glados. You know, right. really. Yeah. Like, yeah. pe- like people who like liked Borderlands, like, like, like you know, Claptrap was their fucking hero. Okay. Yeah, he does a really good job as a mascot for the series. Yeah. Hmm. And you know, I I can't say that role is entirely unwelcome. You know, it's 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 worth having something that is, uh, you know, if not cleverly written, charmingly written. You know. Yeah. Although there- I will say, when you oh, go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, there's a couple other instances, uh, some random guns that I picked up. Some of them will have AI units in them, and it's uh, very much like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, (laughs) where they will have some sort of emotional nuance to them. So one gun I picked up criticized me every time I reload. It says, oh, you ran out of bullets again, did you? So they definitely nailed some of the writing on uh, on a lot of the robots. <laughs> Although the one, I, I just want to pick, I want to pick up the, the weapon that's possessed by Marvin. Oh, why bother? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, the, although the one uh, one thing I have noticed is they really hold out on you a lot more for the weapons um, in this one. Like in in Borderlands ones, uh, you know, pretty much right off. For example, your grenades were like, you know, turning into cluster bombs and bouncing around and crap like that. Whereas this, um, at least where I am so far, like all your grenades are just generic, like timer grenades. Yeah, so the, that- the most interesting one I've got so far, far kind of bounces forward in just a straight line, um, but that's about as interesting as they've gotten. Yeah, I mean, I know. I'm sure they definitely do get more interesting. Are you talking about grenades or guns? I'm. I'm in general. All. Um. In general, the guns. It seems like at least at the low levels, they keep you to much more like very standard um, abilities on the guns. Well, how far are you in it? You beat Flint, right? Yeah, I beat Flint. Got to Sanctuary and. Um, Basically, once I got to Sanctuary was where um, the level of, like, complexity on the guns you can get there are about where you started at Borderlands 1. Okay, okay. So. Hmm. Just struck me as weird, but... So, final thoughts on Borderlands 2 before we, uh, before we leave for uh, Dennis's game. Okay. Uh, is fun. N- not like final thoughts, but like for 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 this week because you know we know the party doesn't start until until Cole plays. So. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm excited about: I uh, played and for the first time. I had some randos jump in the game because uh, it was open oh, yeah? to anyone online. And I had a fantastic experience. The first thing that happened, really? someone jumped in and he dropped a level 50 uh, like class gem or whatever for the commando. And it was like this fantastic thing. And I was like, oh, well, thank you very much. And so I picked it up. Nice. Yeah. Very so, cool. So hmm. I've, been, I've been happy with the multiplayer. But, uh, but yeah, it's a, pretty, it's a solid game. It's, uh, it's worth 
most people's time. So nice. Agreed. Um, so for those of the, uh, of you playing along at home, uh, we've, we've been doing a series of kind of, uh, trivia i guess games where um the other three have to identify what uh game a particular quote or tagline or this week uh level is from so i have chosen um some famous uh starting areas or starting levels uh they aren't all necessarily the the very first level in a game but they they are kind of commonly associated as the the beginning area for a game. Okay. How many so, are there? Uh, there are 10. Okay. Uh, in traditional format. Uh, again, generally increasing in degree of difficulty, though Though we'll see based on people's knowledge base. Uh, and uh, I'll just, you know, the first person I hear uh, blurted out will be the one who, uh, who gets credit. So uh, that means it's completely arbitrary and up to the internet gods, but we will have fun playing it nonetheless. Yes, we will. All right. So, um... We'll just jump right in. Uh, get, get ready, limber up, guys. Do some deep knee, knee bends. Is, it, uh, because, is the first one World 1-1? One, one? <laughs> no, it's not. It almost was, and I was like, no. The first one is Green Hill Zone. Sonic. One. That's right. <laughs> that is correct. So I, I had to give you guys just an easy one. All <laughs> right, next up. As the preeminent Sonic fan of uh, the world, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one left, really. <laughs> the last of the Mohicans. I mean, Sonic fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one up, Luigi's Raceway. Mario Kart. That Which one? Correct. The Super Nintendo one. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll no. allow it. I'll allow it. You'll allow it, but... Oh, uh, no, it, it's I 64. Mean, All right. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, you just said the Nintendo one, right? Well, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, Sega that, Mario Kart that, game. That is, Let's go with it. <laughs> well, I mean, Sony's making Smash Bros, so can um, <laughs> Sega make Mario Kart? No, it's, it's, it's the GameCube one. I'll let him have the points, but I want everybody to know I was right. Wait, 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 wait. 64 right. opens with Luigi Raceway. This is correct. Does it? Yeah. What is What is uh, GameCube open with? Dennis? I have no idea. Why would I know that? <laughs> Famous areas. Okay. Did, did play the GameCube version of Mario Kart? I was wrong. Nobody told me I was right, so I was wrong. Okay. No, let, let the record show. Cole was right. He wants he wants internet fame is right. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not that petty. I'm petty, but I'm not that petty. Okay. Ben was All right. right. Number, I don't care. Three, Whatever. Rules don't apply. It's your number, show. Okay. Number three. <laughs> I need I need like a gavel. I could really use a gavel. All right. Um, or a bell. A bell. <laughs> uh, next up is Vault 101. Fallout 1. Fallout 1 or... Fallout 3. Fallout 3 as well. Is, mm. is, is it in Fallout 1? No, no, it's not. Uh, Vault 113 is, is, uh, is 1. Ah, so technically the point goes to Ben. That it does. All right, next up. A lot of technicalities tonight. <laughs> yeah. Next up, no Russian. Uh, Modern Warfare 2. That is correct. Oh, come on. That was like meant for him. <laughs> like, did you write it's his name like on it? I, I, opened with, I opened with Sonic. Are you going to complain? Did you, did you pack a lunch for it and send it off to Ben's house? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's not taking your turn, dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, number five. The Pillar of Autumn. Halo. Halo. 
I heard it Cole first. Yeah. Sorry, no. I, just, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know che- whether to say something when you say brap brap brap. No, no, I'm cheating by saying brap brap brap. That's my, that's my way of ringing in. So that's uh, I a, just that, the first person to blurt it out. That, that's, I mean, up to, that's up to Dennis. So, like, does do, does Ben get that, or does or or, or does I? Well, I, I heard it from you first, even even with the brap brap brap. So okay, who knows? Maybe you. I'm about yeah. to blur Cole. I'm about to blur it all over you. No, just go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, that's, that, 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 that's all you need to dry out everybody else who says the right answer before. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the metagame. Uh, next up, Firestone. Borderlands. Borderlands. Yeah. I heard it from Moneysmith. Yep. Alrighty. So it's three, two, one. Go! <laughs> next up, Coldridge Valley. Uh. Oh, um, Cold Ridge Valley. Wow. Borderlands. Ben is correct. Ooh, <laughs> shot what, in the dark. What race is that? Is that the, uh, is that the humans? That's the gnome and dwarf, maybe? Oh, outside what of Ironforge. What is this? Wow. Uh, Cold Ridge Valley. World, Cold, War. Uh, World of Warcraft. No, the, the, the human starting range is, uh, is Westfall, right? See, that, uh, that's a little extreme. Obscure though, because Coldridge Cold Valley is actually the sub zone. Oh, mm. I didn't. Well, I just, not that I've wasted way too much. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> I think I think we just learned something about David here. Not not that Dennis makes the rules. Yeah. Uh, so next up, Castle Baron. Oh, Final Fantasy Four slash Two. Correct. Yes, indeed. All right, next up, uh, and these two, these two, I think will be fairly hard, but we'll see. Uh, number nine, a crazy party. A crazy party. Hmm. Dead Island. No. Hmm. Is number nine like the number nine? Is the number nine question, or is that part of the first level name? No, that is that is the ninth. This is the ninth question, and okay. the title of the level is a crazy party. Wow. Um. I'll guess Hitman. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's, That's actually it a really good guess. Like something. I'll give you. I'll give you guys a hint. There is a pool table involved in the opening cutscene. Oh, that's wow. um, that Devil May Cry. That is correct. Holy Dude. shit! Who had it? <laughs> is it bad that pool table was enough to give that? To <laughs> no, I thought it started in his motorcycle shop. Yeah, no, but the name of the le- of the uh, mission is a crazy party. Son of a bitch! Okay, it's not a you motorcycle got it. shop; it's a pizza shop. No, I thought I thought he was like a repairman. Uh, the, you, which, is it the first game? It's it's the it is the prequel, the Devil May Cry three. Oh, okay, so that's one I haven't played. So I am not disgraced. I am uh, just uh, ignorant. All right, ignorant so is, is the word. This is the final one, and and just a little bit of inside baseball. This is actually a game that is near and dear to my childhood. I don't know if anyone else has played it, but <laughs> <laughs> the opening level is Turtle Woods. Wow. Um... Bella's big turtle hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Writing David that down as a title. Style. Um, I, I'll give you a hint. Um, the game was rated teen. Oh wow, rated teen. So it came out after 1994. That and that, that was a big deal that it was rated teen. It was a big uh, deal that it was rated. Banjo Kazooie. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, was it? Was that, it? Uh, that, uh, 
turtles, right? Okay, so so it's so it's you being the preeminent Sony uh, enthusiast. Was it Crash Bandicoot? That it was. Oh, awesome! Great. Nicely done. So that puts me and Ben at a tie. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. That is correct. Wow. Ben are have, tied for do first. You, do you have a tiebreaker? I, I don't. I never anticipated oh. this kind of scenario. Shameful. I, uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Um, oh, David's got one. Oh, yeah, there boy. we go. Me, okay. Talk, my, for, my rule, just a, talk yeah. for just a second. Okay, my cool. My rule is that in the in the in the event of a tie for first, the the third place contestant will submit the final answer. Yes. <laughs> no, so, this is this is fun. Go ahead, Ben. I'm surprised that Dam wasn't one of them. From, oh yeah, from Goldeneye, yeah. or or also, oh. um, yeah, Yoshi's Island from uh, Super Mario World. Is Dam the first level in Yoshi's Island? No, no. So like, I'm, I'm just talking uh, about like, David's like, in the background, the background. Like, damn it, there go my first two ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just talking about fam- like famous first levels. Um, so, so, hmm, hmm. Um, so, World One One was uh, w- would have been the most obvious. Village, uh, Village from Resident Evil Four. Uh, Kikori Forest. Uh, for, for 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 multitudinous Zelda games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mine was sixty four in my yeah. head. Well, no, no, that was the. Uh, I mean, oh gosh, like, like Kakura Forest was uh, like Kakarika Village was like a ways away, right? Okay. So yeah. it was the it was like the Sylvan Forest or the Fairy Forest or whatever. Mm-hmm. What was the opening level of Half Life? Um, Black oh, Mesa. Fuck, I know Lawnmower. that. <laughs> no, like, but like Black Mesa was the entire facility that you were trying to escape from. I forget yeah, what, what the I, for, I, I forget what the what the first level was called. I, I appreciate their economy with like level naming because they're all like two two word phrases. Um, oh, is but, it? But Half like, Life Two's is what is Half Life Two's? I was uh, going like, to say Red Letter Day, but that one's no. That, that that's not the first one. No, no. Um, I mean, like, Tram Ride, it, it describes the entire series. Um, <laughs> this is accurate. Point insertion is the Half-Life 2 one. Yes, it is, yeah. Okay, now I no longer have one. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I think we left it at a tie last week, didn't we? we? We were flirting with it the entire time. No, we didn't, actually. I think uh, it was one of us that won, definitively. Um, so, so at this point, Ben and I need to offer volleys to each other to try and name them. Yeah. This could get really obscure though. This, this could, but like, that's the point, right? So Dennis has to be the judge. So he did, he, like he flips a coin. I'm heads. Ben is tails. So this is like football. This is like sudden death. Cause I mean, there's plenty of games that you can name that I probably won't know. This is true, but I'm going to try and be fair. No, no, hold on. I I know what I know what the the last one will be. Hold on, let me let me look it up real quick. Oh, you do? Oh, so yeah. so my entire gambit is lost. Is it Silent Hill Elementary School? <laughs> no, it's the diner. Oh. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, it doesn't have a name. I was gonna do Bionic Commando. <laughs> Wait, that's like soups loaded towards me. So is it? Ben, have you ever played Bionic Commando? I thought that was a pretty universal game. Uh, <laughs> maybe i don't know we we don't know what's happening no, right, cool. nah i've got nothing you got nothing cool. really let's 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 volley let's but we'll volley. do it we'll do it this way 
it, it's like we'll eat, both of us will have a round, and if one person gets and the other person doesn't, then the person wins. Okay. If we both get it wrong or we both get it right, then we just do it again. Okay. Do you want? Uh, you can go first. Narsh. Narsh. Would I have played this game? Is that can I ask that question? Did you play games during the Super Nintendo era? Uh, I played some games. Um, I will guess Battletoads because I I got nothing. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. Final Carbage. Fantasy VI. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mine for you yes. is Harbinger. The Harbinger. The Harbinger. Mass Effect 2? No. Hmm. What is Knights it? of the Old Republic 2 because damn you need it. to play that game. <laughs> you bought it for me a year ago, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, <laughs> is that where you're playing as the as the droid that cleans up the ship as it crashes? Uh yeah. 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 Well, that's that's the Ebon Hawk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I started. You start this next one. Okay. I didn't think past that round. I just, I mean, this entire, pl- this was just a ploy so that I could tell you to play Knights of the Republic. <laughs> I hadn't thought beyond that part. Okay. Um, How about this? I'll, I'll give you one. I, I think I have the right name. I, for some reason, it's hard to find. Um, Island Swing. It's Donkey Kong? That is correct. Oh, son of a bitch. All right, yeah, <laughs> you got it. Uh, well, and is it Donkey Kong dot dot dot? Oh, that is it's true. There's Donkey I'm, Kong. I'm pretty liberal with my with my allowances. Well, you've already assigned it. I just want to know if he knows. Like, I, w- I want to know if it's an honorable win or if it's, you know, a okay. bad win. So, I mean, I'm fairly positive it's not the Super Nintendo one, so I would guess Donkey Kong 64. I would guess yeah. that. But I... Country. I is it country? It's country. What? What is Island Swing? That's that's what popped up on the Googles. So <laughs> you still won, Ben. There's there, you know there's no dishonor and you know not knowing it. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> this is this is like the replacement refs in the NFL. <laughs> I step my game up next time. I need to get a you need to get a plan for ties. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You 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 want it. That's fine. That's whatever. It's your show. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's my show. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. We're gonna get some shoddy episodes coming out soon. Guys, are we gonna have to settle this in Borderlands? <laughs> nice. Nice nice segue, then. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's uh let, let let's button it up. You guys cool with that? Yeah, I need to go put a bullet in this game. <laughs> <laughs> So, that was episode number 164 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast, you guessed it, about video games. Um, So, what can you do? What can you do? Um, You can check us out at duckfeet.tv slash Riddle. There you can find all of our episodes of our show, our lovely little program. Uh, We just redesigned the site uh, out of necessity and boredom and also, uh, you know, (laughs) not wanting to do actual work. So... You know, all of that. Um, there's a kind of a new thing, um, in, in addition to all the other stuff, there's the uh, duckfeed.tv slash uh, no, inbox assault, uh, which is our newsletter, which is going to go out roughly every Friday-ish, uh, which is a digest of every show. 
um, kind of explaining what happened each week with that show and and everything. So if you're not a person who subscribes to shows via podcatchers or iTunes or any of that, you can you know grab that and then go in and grab it. Um, how many how many total shows are we up to on that network? What do, what do our brothers and sisters look like? Um, on the sh- on, on the network, we have mm-hmm. um, us, which is one. Um, we have those damn Ross kids, which is two. Watch out for fireballs, three. Uh, Daydreamers present, which is four, and then Dead Idea of Valhalla, which is five. So we have five shows on the network so far. Sweet. Yeah, with more to come, actually. So um, check that out. Go there and subscri- uh, subscribe to that. If you don't want us to assault your inbox, which, you know, as the person that I am, I can completely understand, you can subscribe to us on uh, iTunes, which does us a tremendous favor and helps us rise in the rankings. You can leave us uh, ratings or reviews. Um, if you would like to support the network and the show monetarily, go to duckfeed.tv slash tip jar, ignore the donate button. We don't want you to do that, but it's there. If, if you want to go to the Amazon link, if you're going to be buying anything off of, off of, uh, amazon.com and with the holidays coming up, you definitely will because if you play video games. You don't want to go out to a store. Um, we will get a small kickback from that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Just click that link. And then, uh, and then go through and buy the things that you want. And it does help support us. Uh, last month, um, September, was the first month where our Amazon earnings outstripped our bandwidth costs, which is amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you so much to everybody who did that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was great. Somebody bought like a like like a, a whole bunch of like James Bond stuff, which is which is really cool. <laughs> so oh, you can you can see what we buy. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I um I have some explaining to do. Um, <laughs> I won't say what kind of beads they were, but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so so that's uh, that's <laughs> I check it every day. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh but yeah that's that that that's something and you know it helps us you know like we're going to keep doing it anyway even if it's a cost you know we're all we're all grown ass men with 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 jobs and lives and things like that no matter what it you know whatever we're going to keep doing it but if you want to support us and say like hey keep doing this and make it easier to spread your audience that's the way to go about doing it so iTunes reviews Amazon stuff like that check out the other shows on the network but keep listening to us is there anything I'm I'm missing fellows Facebook facebook.com slash don't you riddle uh, there we are. That is us. Go there. Find us. And, and the Twitters. Like us, love us. Twitters. The Twitters. I am at Cole Ross, K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. I'm at D Furia. And I'm at D-F-U-R-A. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know David, I didn't know you had a Twitter. I am at home. Oh, <laughs> <my couch>. uh, <laughs> I was I was worried for a second. Ben. I am at Merkelizer. Ben, you're building up because your last toot was uh, was early April. Yeah. So we're 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 going up to your six uh, to your six month uh, interval it, here. It's true. I and I started another Twitter account just so I could tweet because I wanted to tweet <laughs> something, but it wasn't of the caliber that I could do it on my Twitter. <laughs> What's your other account? I cannot say. <laughs> If, so you you have a private Twitter meaning yeah. not just like you have to you have to be friends to have access but you just you tweet it and no one sees it. Can, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, can can, can you share it with us off mic or is no, it no no no. 
<laughs> it's just tweets into the dark. Yeah. <laughs> so you like just shared it with us. The that's, that's the beauty. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So Ben's mysteriousness aside, that's the way that you can reach out to us and say nice things to us and all of those things. But most of all, uh, we would love for you to a tell a friend and b keep on listening and keep being awesome. We've had some people in the something, uh, something awful thread, uh, saying that they like us when we go off track, which, uh, we will take to heart and do more frequently. Don't worry. We will uh, stop playing video games from now on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a macrame podcast. How about those owls you made dudes? So <laughs> for, for DTR, so a, a borderlands slash macrame podcast. <laughs> so for borderlands slash macrame owls, I am Cole Ross. I am Dennis Furio. David Mysmith. And Ben Merkel. And uh, keep on owling.